that was not good. I'm not even going to claim that that was good because I don't, I don't want to do that. Hi, welcome back to Parked Car Convos. Here I am recording this intro like five minutes before I'm uploading this because I'm irresponsible. Okay. I keep forgetting because in my mind, I'm like the episode's done. I recorded it weeks ago. And while that is true, it is not edited and there is no intro and or outro. So, (laughs) so, um, anyways, um, how are we? How are we doing? I hope you're having a good week so far. Happy Wednesday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, I hope you liked part one of my conversation with Tori. Today is part two. Spoiler alert. It's part two. Um, and today we're talking about, uh, all the big TV shows from 2021 the big music moments from 2021 and all of our little predictions for 2022 as well as just some other stuff like Army Hammer who I think deserves a category of his own for mm, obvious reasons but I hope you guys enjoyed this one I hope you enjoyed the first one don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod. Don't forget to follow Tori on Instagram. Listen to her podcast. Um, I'm in a couple of her episodes if you want to check those ones out. But you probably don't want to hear my voice any more than you have to. So I totally understand. Uh, I was going to say something else, but I forget. Also, Guys, I did it. I got one review on Apple Podcasts. It finally happened. I'm stoked about it. It was one of my favorite listeners. Not that I pick favorites, but it is. So thank you, Riley. I am naming my firstborn child after you. Um, and I'm very excited. If anyone wants to be number two, maybe I'll have more than one child. Maybe I'll even, I don't even know. I feel like we're just getting into a whole lot right now. Um, anyways... I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I will I will be right back. I will chat with you again literally in two seconds. Okay, great. Here we go. Um, okay, moving on to the real TV. We have Bridgerton came out early this year, which just brings me back to like being in the Olivia Rodrigo love triangle yes. and also watching what Bridgerton a time <laughs> and like listening to like the instrumental versions of like yes. wildest dreams and like, oh my God. like, and like putting on dresses and like pretending I was in Bridgerton. What oh a strange, God. like, that's a whole other universe to me. I, I could not feel like this year. I couldn't run an errand mm-hmm. or like shower or anything if I didn't have the instrumental nope. version of Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's. It just goes to show like the actual power of music in movies. Yes, like yes. instantly transported. Like I am in English yeah. now. Like this is yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. I would literally walk around my apartment and be like. <laughs> Yes. no one can see what I'm doing but like I'm doing like a royal like a royal hand gesture yes yes, yes. exactly people will immediately be able to picture what you're doing because they're like I did the same thing um so we have season two of that coming out this year allegedly I couldn't find an exact month that it was no. coming out which doesn't surprise me because I think it took like two years to film the first one because it was they just like so much went into that production like the amount of like ballroom scenes that they had like so many extras and now this year obviously they've been filming it in COVID so it's like that has to bring in so many more layers to it um but we do know that season two is following 
Daphne's brother, Anthony Bridgerton. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see that plot line. I like, I love shows that it kind of like switches like who we're following. Same. And it's like, we still have all the same characters except for, um, I know what's the, his name. Um, what's Reggie his name? In the show? Page, yes. But, I knew um, that, but what's, uh, Simon, Simon, Simon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is really sad because obviously everyone loved him. Um, but I do think it'll be fun to like follow a different sibling and kind of get like, to. I'm sure we'll be introduced to more characters as the season goes on. Um, so that is something that I am looking forward to. Me too. I'm curious because I loved him and I want to say Savannah. I'm also really bad with names Savannah or who was the girl that he was with the opera singer. I feel like that was, that sounds vaguely, it sounds vaguely familiar, but it doesn't sound right. I know. It sounds like that does, that doesn't match, but it, Savannah, like it doesn't, it doesn't match at all. It's not like an old Royal British name, but like, I feel like you're right. Or Serena or it was some S name. It was an S name. Okay. We'll just roll with it. (laughs) But I loved, like, I thought their Mm -hmm. relationship was really fun. So I'm like, they are going to have to like. I don't know, change my mind that Anthony and Savannah aren't soulmates. (laughs) I know it's going to be, yeah, it'll be interesting. It's kind of like, it's kind of cool because we did have a little bit of a background into like him and his life and his love life and what's that, what that has been like. So to see, which obviously we didn't get with like Daphne and Simon, we just kind of jumped right into it. So it'll be interesting to see like how that progresses throughout season two. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we had the friends reunion came out this year. There was like rumors that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer were going to be dating in real life because they like kind of confessed their love for each other in the reunion. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that they're not dating. Literally. That was what delusion crazy. were we living in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone was like, wait, oh my God, are they in yeah. love? And I'm like, yeah. I, first of all, I hated Ross and Rachel together. So I cannot even get, by, I cannot even like fathom them in real life. Like that just like yeah. freaks me out. Also, everyone was talking about, um, how all of them have had so much plastic surgery done. Yes. <laughs> just, it was just like kind of a terrifying sight to see a little bit. Yes. Um, but it was wholesome. It was a wholesome, I think it was like something that we kind of needed this year, you know, like something that a lot of people universally love and just getting um, more updates on that. And it's always nice seeing like people that are like still friends with their castmates and like, you know, mm-hmm. still like get along so many years later. Yeah. I, it's so funny because when it first came out, I was like, I have to watch this like Mm -hmm. immediately. And then like, I literally just got HBO max Oh yeah, and I saw it and I was like, I don't even think I can watch it. Like I've seen all of the major clips Mm -hmm. and stuff, but I was like, exactly. I actually like, don't think like, I feel like I would be too sad just Mm -hmm. because it's, yeah, it is so like emotional. We've Mm -hmm. been so blessed with like reunions and reboots and stuff this year. Well, it's also like such an interesting cast because obviously we've seen Jennifer Aniston and like everything under the sun since friends, but she's kind of it. Like we've seen Courtney Cox and some things, um, but like no one else has really taken off obviously the way that Jennifer Aniston has, which like, how could you, but it was kind of like cool seeing them all back together. Cause like some of them we haven't seen in things in years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Addison Ray's acting debut and he's all that. Did you see that? Did I? 
I literally cannot even remember. I don't think so. I think I just, again, saw all of the clips on mm-hmm. TikTok, all of the product placements. Oh my God. Um, the memes. product placements were actually next level. There was the Kourtney Kardashian cameo in it, which was just yes. like unreal. It just so cringy. Her acting was so bad. And it's like, I know that like, obviously not everyone can be like a gifted actor, but it's just like sometimes where it's like, are you even attempting to make this look natural <laughs> in the slightest? Because I don't Literally. think you are. Um, I, sometimes I see Bippo and I'm like, I could do a better job. Oh no, <laughs> for sure. Like I have full faith that you could do a better job than Kourtney Kardashian in this movie. Like no doubt in my mind. Um, and then there was so also, bad. it was going around TikTok because there was a scene where Addison Rae's dancing and her hand is totally yes yes yes. the movie was kind of a mess I don't think she was a bad actress though I don't I I honestly didn't think she was like terrible um so I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing her more things either next year or just coming up because yeah she's she's a hot commodity much like the D'Amelio's whose show debuted this year this is something that I did watch okay I I didn't watch one day (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. Okay. I didn't see any of this. I've seen clips, but that's it. Yes. I have a weird soft spot for the D'Amelio. This is interesting. I was not expecting this. Yeah. Cause I also, again, basically hate them at the same time. So Mm -hmm. I'm a complex person, (laughs) but, but I just like really related to like, um, I was going to say Daisy for some reason, Dixie. You're like, like I'm such a big fan of Daisy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Names tonight. Yeah. Um, but Dixie like basically was like, I'm suicidal. I struggle with mm-hmm. suicidal ideation. I have like extreme depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we don't give some people credit. Especially these children, like their kids. Yes, like literally yeah. children. They've been thrust. Like it's not like Kim Kardashian, who was like her dad was like famous. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner was famous, like who right. had been around fame for their whole lives. Like this is someone who, and I didn't realize this also before I watched the TV show. They literally moved to LA in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like they blew up Mm -hmm. like absolutely blew up in the shortest amount of time and yes are they like spoiled now rich Mm -hmm. like white kids like yeah of course like that are gorgeous right um yeah of course but I just feel like they get a lot of flack for things that are not their fault like they're like why is Dixie singing it's like because if you were famous you mm-hmm. would take every, like, I would be releasing singles. <laughs> like, you're going to, if you I'd love to chance, see that, <laughs> if you have a chance at fame, mm-hmm. like, you're going to take every opportunity to live out right. your, like, pop star fantasy or whatever. So I just, well, not to I feel mention, like they get a lot of flack. I agree. And I'm sure their managers are pushing them down every single fucking avenue that yes. they can. You want to sing, you're going to sing. You want to dance yes. background for your sister, you're going to dance background. Like, they can do anything. And so they're going to do anything. And I, I do think that that makes a lot of sense. Okay. You also mentioned like they were at like the fucking jingle ball or something mm-hmm. like that. And, um, Dixie was singing and Charlie did a dance on stage and people were pissed about that. Literally Dixie was interviewed after. And she's like, yeah, my grandma's like extremely ill. And this is probably the last like time she's going to mm-hmm. see either of us perform. Mm-hmm. So we did it together. And I was like, 
people are so evil to make yes, that like they are. a bad thing when like someone's frail grandma is just mm-hmm. like watching them like literally live out their dreams. So right. Yeah. Like have they made mistakes? Yes. Um, but they're children. They are literal children. children. And like that is to be like, cause I think about all of like the major influencers that um, are well-established now. And then, you know, tweets come out from when they were 15 and everyone like shits on them. But then there is still the element of like, they were a kid and not that they didn't know any better. Not that they, you know, that there is any excuse for a lot of, a lot of things that come out about people. But at the same time, it's like, there is just like so much that you learn and like the way that I behaved as a 16 year old appalling like absolutely appalling and if millions of people were seeing that like that is embarrassing and it's just one of those things that I feel like is so unrelatable that you can't even put yourself in those shoes because it's like that would just never be my life you know what I mean totally and like people I feel like the most criticism that they get is that they're like snobby or bratty or whatever and I was like if you would have seen me at that age, like no right. one would have liked me either. Exactly. And exactly. I nowadays, cause I've ripped them apart on the podcast, like for mm-hmm. sure. Cause I'm like, why, when the camera's there, why would you not be snotty and stuff like that? But I'm like, I am a 29 year old right. reflecting mm-hmm. on how I would act as a 16 year old, but it's like, they are still a 16 year old thinking like a 16 year old. So right. I, I actually like weirdly have a soft spot for them. Like, do I, I could see that I don't follow them or, um, like buy any of their shit or like whatever, but I do think that they have like a harder time. They talked about like eating disorders on Mm -hmm. their TV show and, um, just the obligations that they have, Mm -hmm. um, because having such a young audience too, it's like to do the right thing. Um, Mm -hmm their managers were pushing them to do like a thousand projects. So, and again, like, why wouldn't you take every opportunity? That opportunity? Yeah. Like we know that fame, it can be fleeting. Exactly. And so I would totally be living it up. Um, mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity to. Yeah. Bank in those checks while they can, because again, you don't know, especially for people that come into fame so quickly like that. It's like you, that could be taken away in like 30 seconds because, you know, they're not as established as the Kardashians or people like that that have like a ton of businesses that they can like fall back on if, you know, their show doesn't end up working out or whatever. Um, but also I was thinking about this recently because obviously Emily Mariko on TikTok like blew up this summer with like her whole, salmon and rice thing right and that was like crazy and people were obsessed with her and writing songs about her which that was creepy but I was thinking about recently because she comes up on my for you page every now and then and she like blew up and she had been a youtuber for years which I didn't know so like she already had a following prior to that and now when I see her on my for you page everyone is shitting on her for like the smallest things because she's like wearing a mask at a drive-through like the most ridiculous it's like Oh my God. It's you absurd. should be exactly. <laughs> yes. it's, the, it's the most absurd things. And I, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's so crazy how quickly people can flip the script and like, they love someone mm-hmm. they're obsessed with them. They're like, you know, commenting on all their videos. And then like literally not even like three, four months later, everyone's hating on like everything she does. And it's yeah. just like, I can only imagine with the D'Amelio's like on a much bigger scale than that. Like the way that they were like so loved for a hot second and now so many people hate them. It's just, it's crazy. Totally. I just think about the times that I 
you know, or was hanging out with my friends or said on my podcast or whatever, like, and then I'm thinking about every single word I said mm-hmm. and being like, you're so dumb. No one likes you. Right. It's so embarrassing. It's like, they have to think about that for every video they post mm-hmm. and they have to post like 10 a day, every right. interview that they do, every photo shoot and stuff like that. And I just, I don't think I could actually do it. Like literally one person in like the world said my voice was annoying on my podcast like three years ago. And I like, I'm still like bitter about it. No, like people, like random people will comment on my TikToks just saying like absurd things. Like one person, and I've talked about this so many times. It's like stupid. (laughs) One time someone commented and goes, you look like that specific kind of cat. And I have never (laughs) been able to like, oh, and it's so funny because that person like didn't even have like a profile picture. Like it literally was like user eight, five, seven, two. And it was like, it's it's like I cannot imagine. It's like that like, was the real such- number. <laughs> you memorized it. <laughs> I'm like it was something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I cannot imagine like on a large scale. It's it's just so crazy. And I even think about like celebrities now that are famous, like Ashley Tisdale. Like looking back at her old like interviews from when she was like a teenager doing like High School Musical, and like she's cringing. But like we didn't have social media then. Like no one was like blowing up you know, her shit and like, like pulling it apart. Like we can do now so easily. Um, totally. it's just a totally different like world, like the whole TikTok. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm like a boomer. I'm like, TikTok is a whole, it's a whole, you know, a whole, a whole, yeah, a whole new but it really game. is like the way it that is. people like come to fame so quickly and then mm-hmm. are attacked for it. Like, it's just so instant. Like it's really like right there in front of your face. Absolutely. And like the other thing that I think about is we don't know how long TikTok is going to be around. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure it, at this point, it's like a mainstay. Yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been long enough. But like for some of these famous TikTokers, it's like people are probably telling them you should grab every opportunity because whether it's good or bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You need a backup career because mm-hmm. if the, if Gen Z now mm-hmm. thinks TikTok is uncool, like you're screwed. So yeah, you are screwed. Yeah, it is. It is really crazy. Um, all right. Moving on from the TikTokers, we have the Sex in the City reboot. And I know you just did a whole episode on this, so we don't need to harp on it. And if people want to hear more, they should obviously check out your episode on it. But <laughs> I just have to address. We have to address the elephant in the room which is why didn't Carrie call 911? <laughs> like, it literally pisses me off so much because I'm like, it's also showing people like, I'm like, do, do, do people think that that's okay? Right. Like was, if I do that, are you not going to call 911? Right. Well, it's also though, like, I remember being in the, when I was watching it, because obviously like leading up to it before he collapsed, it was like, okay, oh my God, literal, such a spoiler alert. Sorry if anyone hasn't watched it. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'll say that in the intro. Um, but right. uh, it, like, obviously we could tell something bad was going to happen. Like it was getting very, you know, ominous. And I kind of was like, are they really going to kill him off? Like, I didn't know. I had heard about it on Demois. People were saying that there was a funeral scene and all this stuff. So I wasn't sure, but the thing is, is when she walked into the bathroom and sees him laying there, but he was very much conscious. Alive. Like, he was alive. <laughs> so my thought was like, okay, he's not dead. Like this was a close call, but like she, she's going to save him. She's going to call 911. It's going to be fine. And then to see her just like my, 
the thought process of like seeing someone being alive and then just jumping to the conclusion that they're dead is just not real. That just doesn't exist. If the love of your life is alive. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I was like new fear unlocked because (laughs) now I'm afraid that I'm going to have a heart attack and then people are going to like, someone's just going to be be like, like, sorry. she's dead." Cause she was like, John. So I can, I like literally imagined someone being like Tori and I'm like, I'm alive. (laughs) I can't, it was, that was like such a surreal thing to, to watch happen. And then obviously he's done his ad with Peloton, which is hysterical, um, to play into that. Um, and obviously we have Samantha's not there, which is horrible, terrible. I wasn't going to watch it because of that. She was my favorite by far. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have just the horror that is Miranda (laughs) (laughs) because what the fuck It's everything she said, terrible, everything (laughs) she said. And I saw something today too, where it was like, I'm confused because this is just genuinely not the same character that we saw. And someone was like comparing like scenes from the original, like things that she says now about how like she's so old school and like won't use a Kindle and like all this stuff when she used to be like obsessed with her cell phone and like couldn't go. So and then obviously like she had been a lawyer, like she she dealt with, you know, people of color. She had had all Mm -hmm. this like worldly experience. And for her to be like so uncomfortable or like it it was just it came off as so oh it was just so cringy and like maybe that was the point like I don't know if yes. like, that was supposed to be the reaction but I think more and more we keep seeing um you know tv shows and movies try to incorporate like diversity and inclusivity and like how to bridge those conversations and like deal with certain situations. And that is so well and good, but there is a way to do it. And they are doing it so wrong that it is like, it's like, this is why people don't want to watch things like this because it's like, it just comes across as so clunky. Totally. And it's so weird because I'm like, this is a show that we're, we're entering like 20 years later or 10 years later. Why aren't you just friends with these new cast members? Right. Right. Like you don't have to introduce us to them. Like, um, well maybe the audience you introduce them to, but it's like, can you just like pretend that you've been friends for like five years? Exactly. Cause it seems like you are feeling guilty mm-hmm. and in 2021 post COVID and you're just like trying to get all these friends, not to mention they all live in New York city. Like, it's not like, you know, yes, I mean? like yes. you live in the literal hub of like, it, yeah, diversity. Like diversity. yeah. And yeah, it's so true to like introduce all these characters and not to mention, I just think of how, um, ahead of its time, the show was when it aired and how it was talking about like it literally had sex in the title and that was like the most taboo thing in the world and it was like yeah, oh my god women. This sh- exactly this show is like breaking these barriers there's women that are like talking very openly very candidly about sex and relationships in a way that like had never been done before and some could argue like still hasn't been done in like the right way in many tv shows to this day so Absolutely. then to have it come back and have things that like in the same way, it could have been so ahead of its time. It could have, it could have incorporated all of these, um, you know, we have like, um, Carrie's podcast host, who's like non-binary and those things I think just should have been so much more natural because I think that would have, again, just showed like, okay, 
the show is just like with it. Like it has its shit together. Like it, it's, it's up to date with who people are and what people want to see. And this is like, they're just doing it so wrong. And I feel like that's just like yeah. such a disservice to like its legacy, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because it is a show about New York and mm-hmm. like, I don't think, I, I can't remember if any of them are native New Yorkers, but like, I don't know. Again, this just doesn't, I feel like reflect maybe like the true experience, or maybe mm-hmm. it just reflects a very small portion mm-hmm. of like, um, rich upper class women. But right. like, I just think like you could increase your, um, diversity and include different perspectives in such a good way. Like, why don't you focus on Lily and Rose? Right. Or like, just, um, bring in new characters that are just more established in your life instead right. of, yeah, it just, it felt so weird. Like just maybe, I don't know. I just want the new cast members. I guess what I'm saying is that like, don't just have them. It's, it seemed tokenized. And I, again, to I have don't want to like, meet these people in the first yes. episode. Yes. I totally and then agree. they have like basically no background story or no scenes where they're not with the women. So I just right. think it's like, why don't, why didn't you just introduce characters that have mm-hmm. full stories yep. and backgrounds and histories and lives like right. that's what I want to see and I just think they could have done it so much better like if Carrie was hosting a podcast maybe the people that they introduce are like guests mm-hmm. or um uh that and we follow the sex lives of them because like right. I, that was another thing I was like they are missing the element of like fun dating and right. sex for sure. Which makes sense given that, that it's supposed to be, you know, now they're all married or widowed, I guess. I yeah, <laughs> have no idea. Um, but it also like, I don't, did you ever watch Schitt's Creek? Yes. Okay. Yes. So obviously of in course. that show, David <laughs> is pansexual and so many people have talked about the way that that show was like, so normal exactly it very seamlessly yes. integrated it in a way that wasn't like we're bringing attention to how revolutionary it is that we have a pansexual like person in our like and that I think is like the best way to do it make it normal and the way that they're mm-hmm. doing it is like calling attention to it like bringing like yes all the red flags and it's like this you're doing it wrong and like absolutely again, I feel like it's intentional in some ways because like I think they're trying to like do too much and be like, this is how you have these conversations. Like, this is how you're supposed to act. And and now we'll have people tell you what you're not supposed to do. And it's like, that's well and good, but like, it can be done in a way that isn't literally abhorrent to my eyes because it's just <laughs> like, actually I was like, no, I, I the secondhand embarrassment was just deposit. I literally had to pause it. I was getting, I put my hands like over my eyes mm-hmm. and I, I was saying this, like, I felt like my body like mm-hmm. clenched. <laughs> like, I was, You're like, I was what like, is she saying? What is she like, saying? I, I physically was in pain. And again, maybe that's the point to right. like, to, to just totally showcase, could showcase these moments. But yeah, I, I really like your comparison with Schitt's Creek because those two characters, David and Patrick just lived their lives mm-hmm. as no any one couple an would. Right. No one batted an eye. Um, no one drew attention to it. Like, no, ever. it was just like, this is, 
And that's how people live. Like that is and, real life. Right. So. And that show, that show got so much praise for that. Like they integrated that in such a beautiful way where it was like, these are just two normal people having a normal relationship. And like, this is life. And I think more shows need to follow suit because I think, you know, since so much happened in 2020, like media is picking up on like, okay, we need to have more representation. We need to do this, but just don't do it in a way where like, you're calling attention to it. And like, you want a gold star for doing it. Mm-hmm. And I also mm-hmm. think that Samantha was so, such a big part of addressing the really taboo things in the original show. Um, I remember there was like a conversation about someone being like bisexual or something. And Samantha was like, well, I'd try anything once. And like, she was always the anchor and kind of like that bridge of being like, okay, well, this might be something you're not willing to talk about, but like, I'm willing to talk about it. And I think they're kind of missing that person. That's like, well, I don't give a fuck. Like, let's talk about it. You know, um, in a way that's normal in a way that you would talk about with your friends or, you know, and, and not in like a, like such a robotic way. I just, that was, yeah, terrible. but I, I will say I have hope for like, I saw a promo for episodes three and four. I haven't watched that yet. I need to watch the promo. The promo gives me hope that it's, okay. it's going to be just lighter and more kind of like the roots of the TV show. So right. I do have a hope that they're going to turn it around. Okay. But I will just say, weirdly, I think like the most watched thing on HBO, like, like it broke records, but Mm. I was like, I don't, I haven't met one person that enjoyed it. Mm. No, me neither, but everyone's talking about it. So there is that, like that element of like, "Mm, they're doing something right in that sense. I saw you posted on Instagram and you were like, should I cover the rest of the, um, the season? And like, I would be more than willing to discuss that with you at the season finale, because I would like love to get after like watching the first two episodes, I was like, no, Tori and I could literally do a whole episode about those two. So yes, I'm yeah, sure I'm by the that, end yes. of the season, we'll have, we'll have so much more. Okay. I love that. We'll put that in the books. Okay. Sounds good. All right. For the music section, I had Taylor Swift. I already did a whole episode about Taylor Swift. She's an icon and a legend and everything she's done this year has been flawless and amazing. And I'm looking forward to more re-releases in 2022, um, hopefully we'll, we'll get the speak now re-release, which everyone's talking about. So hopefully that will be coming sooner rather than later. Cause I'm already like the thing about Taylor Swift is like, I love her and I'm obsessed with everything she puts out for a month. And then I'm like, okay, I need more like now. Totally. And I think she gets that with the re-releases. Yes. So I think she's obviously been putting them out a lot quicker. She's been like pumping those out. It's like I know. It's so wild to me again. That's why I think she is literally like once in a lifetime type of artist mm-hmm. because the way that she can pump this out so quickly, but still make it so good and have so many such like artistic creativity and mm-hmm. and all of the kind of like secrets and hidden yes. Easter eggs and stuff like that. Like, it's just, she is She's literally, a she is a genius. Like mm-hmm. I actually feel like blessed that I live in no, the same. like a lifetime as mm-hmm. her. <laughs> it's like, so it's so surreal. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about Olivia Rodrigo, obviously, and hopefully her new album will be coming out next year. And then there was Adele who just like made a comeback into the music, not even a comeback, but like literally had been kind on of, hiatus. Yes, and so a comeback yes. in that sense. And I just feel like her coming back was like, she's so much, I don't want to say more of an icon. Like she's always been amazing, but I feel like she's so much more relatable in a sense now and is being so much more like candid and 
um, which I just feel like is so good for like social media. Like she just has that like likability. And I feel like that's coming across so much more now um, with like all the press that she did for her new album, which is amazing, obviously. Absolutely. I sometimes like almost forgot about her because she's been away for so So long long. and her music. And as soon as 30 came on, I put on 19 because 19 is like my favorite Adele album. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I was like, this is why everyone is obsessed with her. Mm -hmm. I just, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm just you're right. Like I loved her talking about like Peppa Pig and like the yeah. way that she eats her like potato chips mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you are so cool and right. like down to earth. Like the well, way that she like fangirls about like Beyonce and stuff. I'm yes. like, same. <laughs> and like, um, she was, on, she was like in a Nikki tutorials, like YouTube video. Like yes. she's just like coming across as like this whole new person. And I feel like I never knew her personality beforehand. And now I'm like, wait, you are such a fun person. Like, I don't know. I just like love when celebrities kind of like let down the third wall and they're like, oh, I'm a real real human and like here's my what I like and what I don't like you know um so that was great and then okay we like going back to like January army hammer literally whatever happened with this do we oh my god okay so he is still living in um an island in the Caribbean (laughs) I forget where like the one that's like a tax haven where you like don't get taxed or whatever okay and it's just like all about like parties and sex and stuff like that he's still living there um I don't know I think he's just laying low right but I think the moral of the story for me and Army Hammer is just like how fast the news cycle yes that it's like we learned that he literally likes to eat people. He's a fucking cannibal. He wanted to barbecue someone mm-hmm. and he wanted to cut someone's finger off and put it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And then like two weeks later, we were like, anyways, like what's new? <laughs> like- it, it was uncanny because I remember like during those two weeks, it was like, every single day someone was like new speculations like coming out today there's like going to be all these press releases and like all these things and I was like on the edge of my seat I'm like I need more tea like I it was one of those things where it was like so absurd and like so outlandish that I just like needed more of it because it was like every single day like a new girl was like releasing screenshots of dms and so there was like not a shortage of like the proof basically and that's like the most concerning part was that there was so much proof and yet it's still just completely dissipated yeah like literally no one is talking about it again right I will say it triggered a memory for me of another girl releasing a video of Ben Affleck on Raya. Wait, Do you I, remember this? No. He was on Raya, which is like a celeb dating app. Yes. Yes. And he sent a girl a video being like, Hey, it's me, Ben. Like just wanted to like show that it's really me. I and that, like, <laughs> that, I feel like he did see this. I just like flashed before my eyes because it's like kind of like the army stuff. And I was like, that was haunting. That <laughs> like, is, yes. No, for sure. It is. It was one of those things where it was just like, because it's right. Like, you know that it's real. Like you're looking at Mm -hmm. it and you're like, this is so real, but it cannot be real at the exact same time. Yeah. All right. Then we had Prince Harry and Meghan Markle did their Oprah special and everyone hated the queen. Everyone (laughs) hated 
England, everyone was like, fuck that. <laughs> we hate everyone. Like we're disassociating with them. Um, and then we also had like the tea that like the queen is like entering a new era, which what is, <laughs> like, what does this mean? Kay. Also like, or is she, I am, I have become such a conspiracy theorist. People probably think I'm like literally insane and unhinged. I like, is she entering a new era or has she passed away? <laughs> people, people. I don't think, Tori, I do not think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that is like very much like there's like a 50% chance that that happened. So I don't think you could consider it a conspiracy because like, yes, like she very well may be resting in peace somewhere. We do not know, um, which is like terrible to say, but she does not seem to be a great person, obviously. So I don't really care. Unfortunately, I don't care either. It's so wild to me. Um, how I was so obsessed with Kate Middleton. Mm. Like she was like my like style icon, which is also (laughs) like, (laughs) which is actually like, fucking cringe I'm so embarrassed like like picture you'll be like Pinterest boards and like Kate Middleton outfits which is like kind of the most unattainable style ever because like when are you ever going to like high tea with the literal (laughs) we just have nowhere to wear she's literally like 90 pounds and has like a perfect blowout every single day I'm literally crying and blushing at the same time I swear to god this is so embarrassing I wore dark wash skinny jeans and those like white sneakers that she used to wear for like four years I'm like I just need to say I was like navy and white striped t-shirt shut up no you did it yeah send me a picture of this I need proof um no but that is terrible and obviously there was a lot of like people drawing the comparison of Prince Harry to Princess Diana and how he's kind of like breaking the cycle of this like Mm -hmm. just chaotic abuse and abuse of power and I mean the royals are just not good people. And like, we've seen that so many times. And I feel like this was like a really big step in terms of people actually taking a stand against them and being like, okay, yeah. So we're just going to leave, which is like unheard of. I feel like it's like the most obscene thing that no one has ever seen happen before. Um, so very curious to see what happens with the queen in the new year in her new era. Um, if she's, if she's still if she's, with us, yeah. like give us a sign. If you're still with us, like, Imagine like the power goes out in my room. I'm like, oh shit, she's here. My candle like blows out next to me. That would be insane. Um, And then we're going to end with the banger that Britney is free. Oh my God. All hail Britney being free. Although she is still extremely unhinged on social media. I love it. There's like a ton of speculation about, but like, is she free? Because like the things that she's posting are just like, just as concerning as the things that she was posting when she, you know, was in this 13 year arrangement, which is just like being robbed 13 years of your life is the most devastating thing I cannot imagine. Um, and I feel like this year, so many people just gained so much sympathy for her, which was like such a great thing because I remember even as a kid, like 
my mom being like, she's a crazy person. Like we were like the way that the media was like consistently portraying her as like, she was shaving her head and like going on these like psychotic breaks. And I feel like this year there was so much more light shed on that. And people were like, okay, like we made her out to be that way. But like, she was a seriously going through so much and had so much pressure on her. Um, which I think is just cool to like, see the, the different side of it and be like, oh, she's just a normal human being that was like in this insanely abusive arrangement for so long. Um, and everyone obviously hates Jamie Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears now. Yes. And I feel like, like her social media, Mm -hmm. like I chalk it up to just like freedom after 30 years to like say stuff. But I do, yeah, like, obviously this is, I just hope she is like taking it slow and, and right has like a small group that she can trust or, mm-hmm. or whatever, just because it seems like it was so much worse than we knew it was. And for 13 years that like anyone would just be like, so like out of place and just like not know what to do I feel like after this I feel like she was like Rapunzel and was just like locked away in a tower for 30 years and now it's like she has to like acclimate to this whole new world yes her levels of fame have like fluctuated so much over the years and obviously she gained a lot more fame like this year going through these trials and everything so I just feel like what a surreal like world to step into and be like this whole new person and now you can literally do anything you want and people People are obsessed with you now more than, you know, they might've been two, three years ago. Um, and then I think you had added who's going to be at her wedding. Yes. Because what I'm just like curious about, because she was friends with like Paris and mm-hmm. Lindsay and mm-hmm. like all of those people. So I'm just curious, like she's having a public wedding, which would be like her first public event in literally 15 right. years. Right. And I'm just curious, like, are there going to be fame, other famous people there Mm -hmm. Or is it just going to be like, like, does she have famous friends Friends, that she's able to like keep in touch with? Cause it seems like she was cut off from everybody. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm just really, I'm just really curious about, yeah. Who is going to be in attendance? Mm -hmm. Like, is it just going to be a small family thing? Like not her extended family, obviously, but like her Sam and her two kids, Mm -hmm and his family or whatever, or like, yeah, I'm just really curious about, well, yeah. What's next. Yeah. I also just feel like she must have like so much resentment towards so many of the people. Cause it feels like a past life. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I cannot imagine being like all these people that either knew and like stood by and did nothing or that just like betrayed her and like, didn't reach out to her after a certain amount of time. Like there must just be so much to kind of like sort out like you know what I mean it's just like getting everything in order after being like off the internet for so long like after being like completely excommunicated from like your friends and um you know have your family like just coming to terms with the fact that your family was like scheming against you and like literally was horrible to you for so long like I cannot imagine just like mentally going through all of that and having to like sort all of that out and just being back in public at that point too. And it's just like so much at once. It's so much at once. It literally reminds me of, this is so dark, but like those kids that get like kidnapped when they're like five and then are released at like 15 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's so 
weird because yeah, she hasn't done interviews for mm-hmm. years. She hasn't done public events for years, not the entire conservatorship, obviously, but I would say at least in the last five years, she hasn't really done any of that stuff. So I'm just curious. Um, and we talked about the Oprah special. She's kind of yes. hinted that she's going to be on Oprah. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. That would be really interesting because also you have to think about like all of the injuries that she did do during the conservatorship were like heavily monitored and like, she could not say Anything, anything, the things that she was being that she was saying was obviously like with so much media training and like very, very, you know, so many eyes on her to like say the exact right things and not, you know, allude to anything. So I think if she does end up doing a tell all with Oprah, which was one of your predictions, I that would just be like so amazing to like kind of really crack that open and like get her side of everything which like we've seen in bits and pieces because so much has been revealed but to like hear it straight from her mouth I think would be insane yeah absolutely and she's called out people that she used to kind of like hang around yes and Aguilera Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so I'm just yeah curious about like who who is she gonna reconnect with Mm -hmm. um yeah And like, what's she going to do? Like, is she going to be singing again? Like how, like, you know what I mean? How is she going to adjust to this? Like, it's almost like a new fame in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it is probably a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. to do anything because Mm -hmm. now like all of the whole world's eyes are on her. So I just, yeah, feel for her. And I hope she's just taking time to rest and recuperate and you're right. Sift process. through all of yeah, the just, yeah, yeah, information like and- so much to get through there. Um, all right. So the predictions that we have, we can just run through them really quickly. My first one was that there will definitely be more Kardashian Jenner babies. Like there's just no way that we can go a whole year without them. Um, do you have any any ideas as to who might be giving birth in 2022? (laughs) Well, like Kylie obviously will be, but I could also see, even though Chloe is having a scandal right now with Mm -hmm. Tristan, like I know she wants a second kid. Mm -hmm. So I could also see her getting pregnant. Maybe I could see that for sure. Do we think that Courtney will try and have kids with Travis? That also has, I feel like come up in Mm. social, not social media, but like celebrity news Mm -hmm. a lot too, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. He has, I think two kids and Mm -hmm. she has three kids and they're all like now over the ages of like five. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think think so. I think Megan Fox and MGK might have a baby next year. Yeah. That makes more sense to me. They're also a little bit more, I think they're a bit younger than Courtney and stuff. Like. And I think, I think their I'll, kids are younger too. Or yes, I think MGK kid. is an older kid, but yeah, she's in her teens. But I think that uh, Megan's kids are are like younger. under the age of five, and mm-hmm. that just makes more sense. I feel like a lot of parents, once they're out of like the baby stage, mm-hmm. like having babies, they're like, uh, like we're good with kids, but yeah. we don't need to go back to like right diapers and right exactly. And <laughs> I think um, also because. Um, Megan Fox made that comment at some show when she was like our future baby daddies or something. So it's like, she definitely, that's definitely on the horizon for them. Um, and then I also said that I do think that Taylor Swift is going to get married this year or already is. And like, we'll find out about it because there's just no way, like, there's just no way that we're going to go another year without knowing that Taylor Swift is married. I think she already is married because I just think she can keep anything from like, you know what? She's just such a mastermind and she's like so yeah. good at 
um, just like making everything look the way that she wants everything to look and making people pick up on the things that she wants them to pick up on. So, um, I definitely think that she could already be married and like, I would, just die if she like announced it in some like insane musical way like that would just be the most poetic Taylor Swift thing of all time so my fingers are crossed for that we had already kind of touched on this but you think that JLo and Ben might have some kind of um project that they could be working on together that might be announced next year do you have any specifics on that do you that you're thinking of I don't think so. I just know she did so many brand deals and stuff with A-Rod and like Ben and Jen were in like G. Lee and like they did a movie together and stuff. So I could just Mm. see them working on something this next year and then staging their breakup, I guess. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see how that unfolds. Um, Khloe Kardashian getting a new NBA or NFL boyfriend. I just feel like she's always like a little bit behind the trends. Yes. yes. <laughs> like she is not going to end up with like a punk rock star at any no. point in the future. No, no. She just like always seems to just be like slightly behind what is like cutting edge mm-hmm. and like cool. So I could just totally see her dating someone else from the NBA or mm-hmm. like getting like a football player, like a yep. hockey player might be fun, but yeah, I think someone she could work out with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And someone that would actually work out with her instead of Tristan, who's literally just being a shit show. Like every single time I see headlines about them, I'm like, I, what is she not getting? Like, what is she missing? I don't understand any of it. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. But then I also put myself in her shoes. I'm like, if I had a kid with someone, I would probably be pushing everything right. to like make it work too. It's just when it's all so public, it's like, I know this is, he it's obviously just so embarrassing. At this, yes. Yeah. Like, he does not care about you in the slightest. So it's like, no. you have to take that into consideration on a point too, and be like, okay, well, why am I trying so hard to make it work with someone that like publicly embarrasses me and humiliates me? And like, Cause then her name just gets continuously dragged through the mud. And I know whatever girl Tristan, like might've had a kid with like recently, she's been popping off on social media, like saying so much shit, which is like crazy if true, but I don't know if that's just like her trying to be a cloud chaser. We don't know. Um, and then we also touched on Pete, uh, ending it with Kim and then ending up dating Miley Cyrus, which again, we both just think makes so much sense would not be surprised if that I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Pete and Miley Cyrus dated like long-term I could see that literally I actually Mm -hmm. think that they I never put the two together but they did an interview with yes and it was Jimmy Fallon and I was like this is magic like they perfect they actually just their lifestyles seem to fit together Mm -hmm. they just seem like so much fun. It seems mm-hmm. like they run in kind of like the same circles, right? They're the same age. It just makes so much sense. And like seeing them together and then seeing pictures of him and Kim, it just looks so mismatched. No, it's like, um, him and Miley Cyrus have very similar like vibes. And I like hate to use that word seriously, but like they really do. And him and Kim Kardashian are just like they're not on the same level it's so different it is like and not different in like a oh opposites attract like they can make it work like they're too different like they are like worlds apart like it just I do not see that panning out um and then you also have that Prince Harry um his biography is coming out and you think that there will be more truth bombs dropped in that 
Yes. I think like we had such a reckoning with the, the palace this (laughs) year that I think (laughs) we get it. You want to be Kate Middleton. (laughs) Literally talking about it. Like, um, it's the prince's diaries or something, (laughs) but I just feel like he is not holding back anymore. And I feel like he got so much public support this year that he feels more comfortable like as time moves forward that Mm -hmm. he just is ready to like tell the truth about what has gone on yes and I think he's just gonna like blow the lid off of a lot of things especially if may she rest in peace but like so true no so true and I also just think it's one of those things where it kind of like once the dam is broken, it's like, there's no going back. And like, you've already done so much more than like anyone has been able to do in the past that like, why not just like get it all out there, like air all the dirty laundry at this point, because like, you can't take back what you did. You can't take back like the relationships that you've probably like damaged to the point of no repair at this point, which like, not sure if you would even want to repair them because not good people again, but, um, yeah, I would not be surprised if, if he just like airs everything out, but that does make me like just scared for everyone involves like safety because those people are like so scary. And I just know that they could like have you killed in a heartbeat if they wanted to, which that part of it is like so terrifying. And like, it makes me scared for them, but I don't think they would ever do that to Harry because he's actually like an Mm -hmm. heir to the throne, Mm -hmm. but I like really could see them trying to like hurt him in another way. Like it really, it really does freak me out just as we learn more about princess Diana and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think like also people may have thought that their move to the U S was like temporary, but now it's Mm -hmm. been like, a, a while. year or yeah, a year and a half. Then, so yeah. I think it's like, it's real. Yeah, I agree. And I think people also are just kind of having a newfound respect for them and the way that like, cause they still are royalty, but like they're doing it in a very like modern way, which I think is something that people are respecting. And I don't think yes. they were expecting people to be like sympathizing with that because it's like they're royalty. So like, do people care? But at the same time, I think people are like, okay, good. You're catching up with the times because like the queen can't actually do anything. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like such an outdated thing that people are obsessed with. And I like get it. Cause it's like cool and fun, but at the same time, it's like, okay, it's 2021, almost 2022. And I think it like is so much more relatable for them and they can gain so much more support by like being like, okay, no, we're going to do things our way. And like, you know, raise our kids our way and just like be our own separate people, even though we're part of that family. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree 100%. And I think that Kate and Will are like taking note at how well Megan yes. and Harry have done with like just modernizing mm-hmm. the way that they like communicate and interact with the public and stuff. So yeah, couldn't agree more. And I can't wait to see what happens next for them. I know. I, I feel like this time next year, we'll be sitting down and doing the same thing for 2022. (laughs) And I just like, can't wait because I just, it's never what you think it's going to be. Like, hopefully we'll be able to look back at these predictions and be like, we were so wrong or we were so right, (laughs) Um, which will be really fun. 
Um, naturally we spent two hours at this, <laughs> not surprised at all. I think maybe I'll do a two-parter because I was literally just going to say, as that. we got to, as we got past hour one, I'm like, there's just no way. Cause it was, it was all too good. I was like, I can't skip over. Like, I don't want to edit anything out. I feel like we had good conversation. We had good points. So it's like, it's let's, juicy. Just, let's just do a two-parter. People get to hear Tori for two episodes. That's even better. <laughs> even better. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and you. where can people find you on social media? Yes. Yeah, so you can listen to Ready to Be Petty on all podcast platforms. And then you can follow me at RTBP podcast on all socials. And I will link everything in the description as well. So people can find that more easily. Thank you so much, Tori. And, um, I'm so happy that people get to hear you twice now. That's even better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed the second installation of the 2021 pop culture recap. Um, I had so much fun making this with Tori. Uh, you guys, as I've said a million and ten times at this point, should check out Tori's podcast. She is largely in part the reason that I have a podcast because I was on hers um, this time last year and loved it so much. And I was like, you know what? maybe I should do this. So um, you definitely should check out her podcast to keep up to date with everything going on in the world of pop culture. Um, And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have a great week. As always, would be so appreciative if you could rate or review the podcast on whatever form you listen to. Make sure to follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to so you get notified when I post a new episode and um, follow me on Instagram. And all of Tori's stuff is also going to be in the show notes as well if you want to check that out. Um, All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.